Hi guys, this is going to be just a short little episode of Faith Over Fear that I just completely felt compelled to share with you guys. So bear with me. I don't have notes. I don't have anything in front of me. This is just coming from my heart today. So lately, my husband and I, we've been just having some troubles. I won't go into details, especially about my husband's. He can share his if he wants to another time. But we've just, me especially, I've just felt really lost lately. Confused, conflicted, you know, finding myself, you know, doing the same sinful things over and over again and just having a really hard time, you know, like getting a grasp on things. And I know that was Satan. Satan is really good at putting those doubts in your mind and the fear and the uncertainties because the closer you get to God the more he wants to pull you away and I'm lucky enough to realize that but that by no means makes it any easier to deal with I started realizing that I just wasn't putting enough time into the Bible um, Bible studies praying you know anything I was finding excuses to procrastinate. Um, I was distracted by my children or, you know, something, something. There was always something putting a little barrier up between me and God. So I wasn't spending time with him. And eventually I started to realize that's not good. That's really bad. That's Satan messing with me and I had to do something about it. And I know, and if you have kids, you know too, they do not have an off button. So I knew I could still read my Bible during the day and do Bible studies and take notes and all that stuff. But I was just not going to really soak it into my mind and understand it and stuff with kids running around screaming and fighting over the same toys. And, you know, you know how it goes. So I came up with a plan. I set my alarm clock for 5, 6 o'clock every morning. I was getting up before anybody else was out of bed. It was just me and God reading my Bible, doing my Bible study, having a cup of coffee, watching the sunrise with what felt like God was right there with me watching the sunrise. And it was such an amazing experience sitting in my living room no distractions, no sound, the world's still asleep, just me and God, me and God, one-on-one, and I love it. So now I make that a a point to set my alarm every night and get up first thing in the morning. I've missed a few because it seemed like I was getting really, really close with God doing that. I had this really strong connection. I felt God more closer to me than I had ever felt him before. I felt him changing my life, working in me. He was putting all these amazing ideas in my mind of things that I could do to just change myself and to help others around me, to bring others to him. But then Satan started creeping back in. Oh, big surprise there, right? Because the closer I was getting to God, the more Satan was afraid. Because I spent many years of my life just doing whatever I wanted. You know, living in sin, living for the world, living for personal things. And Satan doesn't want to let you go. He just doesn't seem to understand that the war is won. God won. And he's done. He's finished. He lost. But he still 
is trying to bring as many people with him as he can. And I watched a video from a new YouTuber I found, a Christian YouTuber I really enjoy. He's a street evangelist. And he did some um, numbers, and I can't remember exactly where. I'll try and find it for you guys. But he found out only 8% of the world's population is going to go to heaven. Think about that. 8% of us are going to go to heaven. And I don't know if that's like a set in stone number or not. But me personally, I want to change that number. I want to bring that number up. I want to save as many people as I can. And the only way I can do that is to grow my relationship with God. It's to push Satan away and say, you know, get away from me, Satan. Put on my armor of God, stand with God, and fight with God. That is the only way I have a chance of reaching people and saving people. Because I can't do that if I'm living for the world and I've got Satan whispering in my ear, you know, oh, you failed at this. Oh, you had an off moment here. Okay, so that just means you're completely back at the beginning. That's just what Satan wants me to think. And to be perfectly honest with you guys, I've been in and out of therapy for many, many years. Um, I've been on all kinds of different medications. And even when I was about, I don't remember the exact age, 14, 15, I was in a um, mental hospital for two weeks for a suicide attempt. Um, Brylin up in Buffalo. And I've spent pretty much my whole life being told, well, you've got mental health problems. You've got depression. You've got anxiety. You've got borderline personality disorder. And you've got bipolar. And and now that I'm really thinking about it lately, really praying, really putting my focus on God, I think they're wrong. Okay? And I'm by no means saying go off medication because mental illness doesn't exist. No, I know I've got depression and and stuff like that and medication does help with some of the symptoms for those things but a lot of the stuff that was happening in my life that I was told was you know because of these disorders I'm starting to realize they were just Satan whispering in my ear Satan's the one saying well you failed you can't do this or you're a bad mom you're a bad wife you're a bad friend you can't do this you can't thank God would forgive you for that that's Satan because he will lie. He is the master of lies. And I don't want to listen to his lies anymore. I spent the last two or three days just really struggling. Really struggling. Because the closer I was getting with God getting up in the morning, it seemed like the worst things were getting for me. I'm getting my headaches and migraines back. I'm not feeling good. I wasn't able to get up in the morning and spend that one-on-one time with God. I was just too exhausted. You know, it's just... And then Satan comes along and he whispers lies in your ears. Like, to me personally, he was whispering, you know, look at, look at this. The closer you're getting to, to God, look how bad you're starting to feel. Your headaches are coming back. You're losing your temper because of your illnesses more frequently. Look, look what's happening. Do you really want that to happen? But yes, yes, I do want that to happen because it's not God. God's not vindictive. God doesn't lie. God doesn't tell you to do things that would hurt yourself or other people. God's loving. He's merciful. He's forgiving. He cares. He loves us. 
He loves me so much. He sent his son, his son Jesus, to die for me so I can live with him in heaven. Think about that. Just really, just take a moment and think about that. I can't do that. I can't take my two-year-old Jace or my five-year-old Elijah and say, hey, I'm giving you up for the world to die. You're going to suffer and they're going to torture you and they're going to hang you on a cross and you're going to die so that the world can live. I want to say that I could do that. I really do. But I can't. I can't do that to my kids. And knowing that God was able to do that for us, oh my goodness. I'm scared just thinking that there's that he could ask me to do that someday because I can't. I can't do that to my kids. But God did that. So no, Satan, no way are you getting me. And I want to save as many people as I can. I am going to make it my life's mission to hand out gospel tracts when I leave this house. Everywhere I go, gospel tracts are going to be leaving my hands. I am going to hand them to people. I'm going to leave them in places that people can find them. We've got a whole box of Bibles we ordered in the back of our van. Those I need to figure out a way to hand out to people. I am going to do podcasts. I am going to write articles. I am going to do everything possible to spread this word of God. And not not just because God commands us to do this, because he does. It's in the Bible. He commands us to, you know, go far and wide and spread his word. But I have an idea of what hell is going to be like from, the, from what it's been like these last few years for me in my mind. Because if you have any type of mental health disorder, like I have BPD, bipolar, it's, it's miserable. And that's just a fraction, a tiny itty bitty fraction of what hell is going to be like. Because you're going to suffer you're going to get thrown into a lake of fire and you're going to suffer. You're, you're going to be hungry and thirsty, but you can't have food and water. You're going to cry out to God, but he's not going to hear you anymore once you're there. You're lost forever, separated from God, from your family that's saved, from everything that you love and care about, from, from peace and hope and love and kindness. You're separated from that forever. And I really love people. I know people do horrible, terrible things, but I don't hate them. It's always been hard for me to really grasp the concept of hate for my whole life. I'll dislike things that people do, but I I can't hate people. I never could. I've always had a really strong compassion for people, and that's just who I am as a person. If I hear about a terrible, horrible story on the news of something a human being did to another human being or an animal or something, I'll cry. I'm, I get so sad, I cry, and I'll ask my husband, how can someone do that? How could a human being think that that was okay? But I don't want them to suffer, you know? It's not our place to judge people It's not our place to give the death penalty. It's not our place to decide um, if abortion is okay. Because it's not okay. That's murder no matter how you look at it. You're killing an innocent child. The world is so broken right now. It's so broken. The world needs hope and guidance and love. And the only way the world is going to get that is through God. And I know know not everybody's going to want to 
listen or believe. And I know that there's a lot of people that are going to forsake him and turn away. And that makes me so sad. So sad. But 8%, guys. 8% of the world is supposed to go to heaven. Let's increase that number. We can make that number go up. We can make it go up, guys. We need to work together. We need to get the word of God out there. We need to make friends with people, spread the word, share the world, show people that they're loved, that they're cared about. Let the people who feel afraid, who feel shunned from society, who feel like they're worthless and that nobody cares about them, bring them closer to you today. Bring them to you. Let them know that we love them, that God loves them, that there's a loving God out there who just really wants them. We need to save people and we need to bring that 8% up. Let's work together. Let's work together and let's bring that number up and let's save people, guys. And I apologize for just this random podcast, but I really felt God put this on my heart today because I spent the last couple of days having a really hard time and then he threw this video in my path and it wasn't a coincidence. There's no coincidence with God. That video that was in front of me today that I felt compelled to watch was exactly what God wanted me to hear today. And I felt God today, guys. I felt him. And I hope you guys feel him too. Through me, through a friend, through your church, through the sun shining on your face, through anything. And I really love you guys. And if any of you guys ever want help with anything, spreading the word of God, knowing that you're loved, knowing that God cares about you, reach out to us. We are there for you. Me and my husband both. I promise you, we'll never leave you. Send us an email, send us a text message, send us anything, and we'll be there. And God will be there. Because we all love you. I'd like to take a moment to just let you know that if you're not saved and you're listening to this right now, it's not too late. We're still here. I believe we're living in the end time, so time is running short, but it's not too late for you. Not today. So I ask you that if you really felt something today, say a little prayer with me and accept Jesus into your heart. Just close your eyes and just repeat after me or say something along the same lines as me in your own words. It doesn't matter. Just say a little prayer today and accept Jesus into your heart. Dear God, Thank you so much for sending Jesus to die on the cross for my sins. I sin every day, and that's never going to change because I'm human. But God, today I want to accept Jesus into my heart. I want him to work in me, God, and just save me. And Lord, I just pray that you can forgive me of all my sins. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. And I look forward to the next podcast I put out for you guys. I love you guys and God bless you all.